Welcome to the Indie Comics section. Join us as we take you through the pages of some of the best stories and art that is available in the comic book industry. From trivia to book discussions to interviews to insider looks, this is Indie Comics with Jeff. Welcome once again to another episode of Indie Comics. I'm your host, Tyler, a crusader for creator-owned work in comics. There are fine gems to be found, so let's go looking for them at the comic book shop. And who's with me today? Well, this is Jeff, and I'm always willing to help you find those wonderful gems. Oh, yeah. Jeff, what have you been up to? I see right now you're wearing a Walking Dead shirt. Uh, uh, yeah, I've just been really hammering it on Walking Dead ever since the new season with that. And not just that, but it is a Negan shirt. Yes. <laughs> that is awesome. The only um, thing I need now is myself a little Lucille, but those things are so darn expensive that, yeah. that Image is charging for those right it's now. It's insane. It is. It yeah. really is. Anything else new with you or anything else? Like well, you've I'm, been doing your uh, Jeff's picks? Yeah, Jeff's picks. Uh, yeah, I'm just working on those. I was working on a little bit before I got over here, and I'll probably finish it up tonight or perhaps even tomorrow, depending on how much uh, Walking Dead engages me tonight. But, uh, yeah, other than that, it's just I'm over my cold now, so I'm feeling 100% again. Yeah. Well, maybe more about maybe more about 96%, maybe, but, <laughs> cl but close enough. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. And uh, ooh, as far as that goes, you know, Black Friday was just insane is what it was, but I, I was able to have get some good gems there, too, as well. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> especially for the uh, – because of the holiday, we had to skip. This was supposed to come out last week, but – Yeah, uh, so we apologize we for that. We wanted to eat a lot, and we, yeah. knew, we know people don't want to listen to podcasts unless – Exactly. I, I mean, mean – you got your you got your food comas going on. I mean, who wants to listen to this kind of stuff when you got your food comas going on, right? Exactly. All righty. <laughs> well, and today is November 27th, and uh, we're, today we are going to be talking about Yehudi Mercado's Hero Hotel. Hero Hotel. It, oh, yeah. We were supposed to say that in sync, but that's okay. Um, oh, I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. It's totally cool. We're it's not like, in sync. <laughs> but then again, okay. when have we ever been in sync? <laughs> so, first off... Um, Last episode with the interview was awesome. I had a lot of fun talking to him, especially getting a lot of those answers that I've always wanted to have answered. Answered. When I started reading this, I didn't realize how, you know, it, it grabs you. I don't know how else to describe it. It's just like this. It does. This comic grabs you, especially if you have read or seen a, if you see, if you read a comic or seen a comic book movie. If you've seen practically anything that is either comic or comic related, whether it is comics or a graphic novel, or you've watched a movie like in the last eight or ten years, you will see a reference to it in this particular book. It, Bar uh, none. I mean, it guaranteed. Re it reminds me of Tiny to uh, sorry, uh, Teen Titan. Tiny, Tiny Titans. Titans. Tiny I Titans. Can't talk. I remember. Tiny Titans. I love that series. And this I love that me series so much too. of it, and um, really like Yehudi's. Um, satire a lot i yes. think he does a fantastic job i love chet i oh, love chet's great chet's uh, so, so um awesome. so essentially jeff why don't you give us your your synopsis of this comic essentially what we have here is we have a little guy by the name of chet who he is a well-meaning guy who tries to do good for the world but he ends up just screwing up and getting in trouble anyway and for his punishments he has to go work for his grandmother in this hero hotel which essentially is you know just like what it is. It is a hotel that caters to superheroes of the world. But the interesting thing about heroes in this particular world is, if I may be colloquial here, they are complete douchebags. Yeah. They do nothing. 
they sit on their regal little tight rear ends and expect you to wait on them. They don't uphold justice. They don't do anything. And the villains pretty much just play on this and enjoy it for what it is. Or it's like something small will set them off. And then the uh, Chet and Boomer, his cat, who... um, what was it? It was radioactive food? No, what was it? What got him into I believe it was radioactive food that he eats, and every so often it brings back like a new power or something that, like, he. That, that well, yeah, he, he's power. able to talk and he's conscious. Yeah, which is cool. Exactly. But yeah. So, um, so, so, yeah, there you go. Who are some of your favorite characters? So, we have, uh, we have Chet, we have Boomer, we have Golden Falcon, we, I, have, I, uh, we have the cook. I forgot I, I, her name. I liked Mimo because, you know, he's the bell dude and everything that seems to get yes. into it so much. He seems so much like he wants to be a new a, a new Robin or he's something. He's like the Jimmy Olsen. Yes, he is the Jimmy Olsen, and it's wonderful. But, and um, you had the, the gal with the pink hair. What's her name? The one who likes to cosplay her favorites. I mean, yeah, it is uh, Krizzy Cho. Krizzy Cho, yeah. Yeah, exactly. sorry I about that her. late, that, uh, that awkward silence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's because the names are so... They seem so common, yet at the same time, ones you think you would remember. But you got to – I also happen to love um, – I love Golden Falcon because, yeah. you know, that's obviously a big uh, Hawkman reference right there. I love the Hawkman reference in him, and he's just – he's obviously in the hotel because, you know – He's like Booster Gold, and yeah. uh, to me, he's like Booster Gold and uh, Black Falcon, like, smashed together. Yeah, he is, definitely. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he's another one of the denizens. He's essentially the janitor, I believe, of the hotel, and – well, he is the maintenance man. Maintenance janitor solely on the fact that he yeah. um, that it, he's doing a community service for um, a villain, basically brainwashing a judge and whatnot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so he, he's doing exactly. It. Yet he did all this property damage, and yet he is accused of stealing candy from a baby. No, the, you know, it was like it was like a teenager, but yeah, it was pretty funny. Well, yeah, they were saying is like, well, I remember what the judge was saying is like, hey. Millions of pro- dollars in property damage, you know, that is excusable. But stealing candy from a baby, that is just inexcusable. You <laughs> sicken me, sir. And so it's like, are you kidding me right now? And that's essentially what he's in hotel or Hero Hotel for right now is he's working out his sentence of community service and doing all that and, uh, you know, just being funny along the way. Yeah. The funny thing is, now that you mention it, I do see Booster Gold in him a whole lot. <laughs> it's actually pretty funny. I mean, so we have, I think, four chapters, three I, b- I believe it was four. Yeah, there's, I, I think you got four chapters, and uh, this is from Fanbase Press, which are very awesome. Oh, they're awesome. I, I, lo- I love you guys so much. And Fanbase. What do you think about the whole, like, kind of just the storytelling of it? Like, from, because there is an arc, and I don't know if you want to spoil the arc, but um, th- there is, like, a, an over, like, a overshadowing, not overshadowing, what's the word I'm trying there's to think There's definitely of? a storyline. Uh, an there overlying is- yeah, yeah storyline. There's, de- there's definitely a storyline arc going on. I probably won't spoil it for you here, but in addition to that main storyline arc, you also have some, shall we call them one one shots going on because you yes. see some origin stories going on. You see some um, side stories going on. I think my favorite one was when uh, Mimo and uh, what's her name, Pink Hair, the the Crazy Crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy! I will remember it this time. When Crazy and Mimo go off to <laughs> go off to meet their favorite superheroes, and they're like reporting for duty, sir, and they're acting like they're going to be the, the the next generation of uh, sidekicks to these. Well, guys. they even called them. I think they even said like like we're your sidekicks for the day. We're your sidekicks for the day, and yet they're only supposed to be caddies because they're playing golf. Yeah, and I, I love the, <laughs> and I, I think and that's it. Kind of goes with the humor. So they're 
They're two like big heroes ever. Yeah. Were, it's like a Captain Cold. Yeah, one is uh, obviously a Captain Cold ripoff. The other one, I think I don't I, remember the name, but I know it is a G.I. Joe character. See, he reminds me of Blue Beetle. By the way, I, it's it's really, really funny just saying it's kind of like um, with SpongeBob with uh, Mermaid Man and, and Barnacle, Boy. Barnacle Boy. Like yes. they're just old, grumpy. Oh just, yeah. So um old grumpy superheroes that are still at it. Well okay, let, let's let's go on to like the main story. The main story is uh Chet is working at a hero hotel yeah. and he basically holds it on his own. You know, he has his grandma or his mom. I'm confuses me because his, his uh, grandmother. Yeah. It is his grandmother. His grandmother uh runs it and owns it, yeah. but you know, she's not in charge and she he's doesn't a, really he, Chet is essentially the concierge is what he is. He's so. a concierge, but He's doing everybody else's job anyway. Exactly. And like you see him like cleaning clothes and stuff like that. Exactly. And, um, yeah. I I really really like his character. He's just kind of the uh, you know he's just kind of like us you know trying yeah. to do everything correctly and doing and being being there being attentive and working hard. Well, he is and, the sum of all total of if you ever feel like you try to do the right thing and yet you still screw up. That's exactly how I feel about Chet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And we all have felt like that in a job yeah, before. You're still just, trying to do the right thing, and yet it still seems you just can't do it right. Or other people get the credit for it. Or other just, people get terrible. the credit for what you do. Oh, yeah, that speaks to Chet right there to me. I felt that right there when I was reading that particular book. But, yeah, I, um, I think out of all the characters, I think Chet is my favorite, which is you know rare, especially for us in comic books. He's usually... The main character is not really your favorite character. Yeah, not always. No, it's hardly but, uh, ever. It, it's very rare for me to find the 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 main character to be the likable one. But I I, I like you know. Chad because he's, you know, he's he tries to be optimistic, but he's not, and he's like us. You know, no, he, he's he's like he's like, oh, I'll definitely do it. And he's and then he's just like, oh, stupid superheroes. Uh, <laughs> and um, I, I I like that about him. He's, yeah. he's kind of he's real. And, um, and what I like, well. I think what I like about him, I, I'll probably have to add his buddy to it as my favorite. I love Boomer the best. Boomer is Boom, awesome. Boomer is just too awesome because, you know, he – and the funny thing is is you we mentioned Chet, how he seems to constantly be screwing things up. It's actually Boomer that's doing the screwing things up for him, and it's Chet that's trying to clean up the mess. And Boomer is pretty much always at the end of it, I, always saying I don't like, know. I mean, everything that has to do with, like, you know, there's a villain in the beginning who's trying to destroy the hotel. Dentist and, doom, dentist doom. And <laughs> nobody doom is reference. doing anything about it. And yeah. Boomer, Boomer, I mean, he doesn't really ruin it. It's just uh, they're just like, well, shit, like we can't, we're not superheroes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And but, um, I, I just love him because it seems like, yeah, you, you got to love anthropomorphic type type characters man they're just too damn cool <laughs> well what do you what do you think about the art do you think that the art one thing do you think the art goes well with well what, what I thought, is what i thought was good was that what there was a nice selective area of art it wasn't just one particular style i mean yeah for the main story arc that was the main style that you saw but i like that we saw different styles there throughout the entire thing i think it conveys a richer message and you know the fact is you know it's more of a cartoony type nature for this particular comic but you know what I think that fits right here. Now, if some if someone high end was going to try to do this in interiors, I mean, I don't think I could really s accept this story. If Alex Ross did the the interiors for this story. <laughs> I mean, that, that 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 would just it would be too awkward for me. Yeah. To have a story like that. I mean, some people do better for epic type of stories, but you know, this is this isn't really an epic story. No. It's a funny story. As well. Yeah. It it's it's very innocent. It's very fun. It's very satirical. However, yes. yeah. I, I want it to keep going. Yeah. And, yeah, for uh, sure. So the art, everything is done by Yehudi, uh, but the coloring, the coloring is done by Alessandro Alessi uh, Angini. And I'm so sorry if I 
if I completely butchered your last name, but um, I think you got it in the ballpark, man. Probably, <laughs> hopefully, yeah. It's it's in there. It's in um, there. <laughs> let's see if they can get my last name say it correctly. The first that's time one thing. Our, uh, I, 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 will, I will compliment uh, Angini or however you pronounce his last name. He what did you say Alessandro. We're, Alessandro, we're he, friends now. We all we hang we hang out of the podcast now. He was he was spot on in those colors, man. Your colors were just amazing to me so yeah he you, <laughs> you you keep on with that you just you brought you brought the images to life in my opinion so. he did he honestly like um the art the art and the character designs are fantastic and it's one thing i love about um about yehudi his character designs are always spot on no matter what he does yes. um you know he and he, he does a fantastic job especially batman with the mustache is always oh uh, yeah that's always fun to see on there, but um, the coloring though, yeah, really does bring this whole. Um, it really grabs your attention, and it's very, very, very well done. And also, on top of that, we also have fake movie posters. Um, if you get, yeah, exactly. So if you get the, the Wonder Woman one was probably the best one. Yeah, Thunder Woman. Thunder. Um, you can get you can get this on Fanbase Press um, on the website. You can order it. It is it is amazing, and Fanbase does fantastic work so congratulations you guys like this is this is phenomenal um, oh yeah and i will say yeah that everybody who did help out with those um posters did a fantastic hilarious job and mad props mad props to them so mad props to all of them there's a man of steel with noble metal noble metal oh yeah. so great but um let, let, let's let, let's go back into what what do you think that this will kind of add into the whole world of indie comics? Because one thing, there are satirical stuff out there. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, definitely. But a lot of it is actually from Marvel DC. We have, you yeah. know, Tiny Titans, Mad. You have all these other things. Yeah, all yeah for, for sure. You know, DC and then Marvel has their, their little things. It's refreshing. But what do you think about this being an indie comics? If anything, I will say this right now. One of our main things that we made when we did any comics in the first place was that we agreed that this was to be a show in which we don't cover a book dealing with either of the big two, right? Well, well yeah. But in this case, I think for I think for an indie comic to do something like this, I don't think it's so much that you know they're trying to make fun of the big two, but they're trying to celebrate the big two because oh, no, no, yeah, absolutely. a whole this lot is... of the, these characters. I mean, it just, it just shows that hey, Yehudi and all them, you know, they want to celebrate that you know. The big two have really contributed a whole lot to the industry. We here. actually didn't get to that in the interview, but when you read it, he's not making fun of it. It's celebrating. It's, it's more celebrating, just like yes. what Chet is to me is kind of like what I would want to be as a kid, being surrounded by these superheroes. Yeah, yeah, they're not the glitziest, greatest people in the world, but he's still around them. He still well, gets to see them up close and like spend time with them and be like, oh, that's right. I want to go help out this person. Like, that's awesome. And that's the thing that I think is most uh, poignant about this particular work right here. I think people probably have a strange expectation about superheroes, and then there is the reality of superheroes. It's kind of like meeting an actor. You know, when you meet an actor, you never know if they're going to be a real yeah. jerk or not. But you yeah, also exactly. don't know what's going on as well. Yeah, so. exactly. And it's so funny, too, because what's the one complaint that they always have about the heroes here is that they do nothing. They want you to bring 20 towels to them throughout the day. They, <laughs> they, they... And then you have Mimo uh, throwing luggage at uh, at uh, at uh, the Batman one, and saying like, "Hey, you are supposed to you are supposed to pay for every bag of luggage, you jerk, or something like that." <laughs> Spoiler. And, no, I'm just kidding. Um, like, yeah, I mean, it's just it's just so funny because it's like these guys. You expect them 
to be upholding high moral standards, and yet it seems like, well, they're <laughs> they're they're not much moral for anything. Seems they're just lying around doing nothing in the hotel all day. Yeah, but um, I mean, yeah, it is a hotel, and you know, you're expected to relax and everything, but at the same time, <laughs> when we in the last episode we were talking about how kind of comparing this hotel to uh, the John Wick Hotel. <laughs> and because you know how the hotel and John Wick is its own character as it is, yes. um, you know Hudi was saying this page pretty much the same thing, and I agree agreed to him to an extent. I think that the uh, the hotel isn't a character. I think it's actually the grandma and they like the grandma and the hotel are fused as a character. So you kind of yeah. see everything through the point of view of the hotel, but the thing is that's not really the hotel's point of view. It's the, it's the grandma. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. And I, so I thought that that was kind of cool instead of just having constantly like the grandma character constantly there and, and whatnot. Like, I think it's kind of cool yeah. seeing things via the through a hotel. Right. A lot of it was like, you, like it'd be like a window and like above or whatnot. Yeah. Like, it was cool. It was really, really, really interesting. Yeah. And um, so that, that's one thing I, I think that's really great about this book is the storytelling aspect of it. The character. um basically just defining each and every character and having them seen through the place that they're stuck in, uh, you know, as, yeah. as, you know, through that is really interesting. And because we don't get a lot of comics where they're just kind of stuck in one little place. Like usually they're all out on an adventure or they have to go to A and B and C and do all these things that are, you know, to get to a point to defeat the bad guy or to defeat you know, the uh, the ring. I'm just kidding. Although but, um, what's funny in here is that essentially the main bad guy is Swampocalypse, who's trying to pull the strings behind the scene to see that Chet becomes the new member of the Legion of Ill, as they call him. Yeah, and, but <laughs> but even the villain, like, everybody is kind of secluded to one place. And yeah, I think that's it's what's really funny about cool. it. He constantly is complaining, like, I'm never going to get out of this swamp. I'm never leaving here. <laughs> but, like, and it's cool because we don't get comics like that where they're just kind of like, yeah, eh, they're just they're just kind of stuck here. Yeah. And then again, it keeps going. It's almost like the antithesis of your typical superhero story is what it yeah. is. So that, that's how I think that this adds on to, you know, the whole indie comics uh, industry yeah. is that it's telling a comedic story. But, you know, it's also a really good story. I like yeah, exactly. the story. And exactly. it's telling a story, but they're stuck in one place. And then yeah. you have a villain who's also one place and he's literally stuck in there. So yeah. you have to get creative and try to put things you know, and try to have all these different scenarios exactly. as they're stuck in one place. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, so, yeah, I think that was really effective, too, with most of your typical stories. Like you said, you know, you have multiple locations that these people are going into, but not so with this. It was pretty straightforward. You had either the hotel or you had that little swamp place where Swampocalypse is, is uh, in. And other than that, you didn't see a whole lot else. And I think that was perfect. Yeah. Exactly. You, you didn't need them going around all over the place. So uh, a couple more questions before we end this. Um, who do you think, now that we have read it, um, who do you think that this is targeted towards? I'll be quite honest. Um, I think anybody, well, it's like what I said. Anybody who has read a comic or seen a comic-themed movie in like the last eight or ten years, perhaps, or anybody who's vaguely familiar with it at all would be <laughs> fair game for that this would be that they would enjoy. Now, age range, you know, that could be anybody that w could be in their teen years up into their 30s. You know, anybody who's really any kind of, you know, in a general geek cultural type of thing, I think they would enjoy that kind of story. See, I, I do too. I agree. I think it's kind of written for everybody. 
as long as you know who Batman, Superman, or Iron Man are, I but think fu- that you're good. <laughs> but the but the funny thing is, is I could see this also as a kids' book too. I don't I don't know if they would get the references, but but no, but like that's half the fun. I think if they, like one thing, I think this is a fantastic way to get somebody into the comic book world. Oh yeah, like them saying, oh, I liked you know a Batman movie, I liked a Superman movie, or I liked Iron Man or the Avengers. Like cool, yeah. Hey, read this, you know, and it's a little bit of satire, makes fun of it, but also it has a cool like. It has a, it, this, okay, I will say this. This has a Silver Age feel to it, which is awesome. Definitely in the Golden Falcon origin story, yes. Well, yeah, there's that, but it's just the, uh, you know, here are the characters, here's the setting, here's this, and it's like, again, stuck in one place at a time. And, yeah. you know, way back when, things, you know, things were constrained, they would... They would reuse backgrounds and do all the stuff, so they would keep them. It, it wasn't complex, you know. That, it wasn't that, complex. That, that, that was very Silver Age kind of thing. You saw that kind of thing. That's where I will agree with you there. Yes. And this is that, but a little bit more actiony, a little bit more uh, yeah. easier to read. If so, anything, if anything, it is a Silver Age comic built for a 21st postmodernist comic type audience, yes. which is what we are now. So I think that this would be. So who this is targeted towards is anybody who wants to get into comics. And or anybody who's already also, an established comic fan already too. As yeah, well. no, absolutely. But I'm like, but you know, if if you want to start off with something that's, you know, a really good quick read, and something that you know is a little bit more comedic because you know jumping into comics is tough. It yeah. is. Yeah. You know, so it's a lot easier for me. You know, especially for me, like for me to go into to start jumping into anime or into like BBC shows. Oh, I yeah. mostly started with comedies. You know, I started with uh, slice of life comedies. For uh, anime, and I started with The Office and um, and the IT crowd for BBC, and right. worked my way up around all that stuff, Sherlock and and um, what's it called, Doctor Who, and all that other stuff. So I feel like this is a great, great um, just gateway into just comics in general, and not all, and not just indie comics. So plus, it's just fun. It is so much fun yeah, and it's awesome. It's fun all around. And I would love for kids to read this yeah. and kind of grow up with it and read it, read it, read it. And then when they find out who all these characters oh, that, all are, these characters are, that yeah. are uh, representing and mocking, it'll be more fun. Like, oh, I didn't even know that. I've yeah, never oh heard god. of Booster oh Gold. That's Booster Gold. Like, oh my god, you see Superman, so, you see Batman, you see Perfect Wonder for Woman. kids. Oh yeah, it's perfect, perfect for, for kids. kids. Perfect for people who like comedies and, the good, and satire. And the, and the good thing is, it's also good for kids because it doesn't run into anything kind of on the naughty or raunchy side of things either there's no there's no uh killing joke on it yeah there's no adult there's no adult there's really no adult theme kind of stuff going on here there's no real bad stuff going on that they couldn't enjoy it it's appropriate it's appropriate it is a fun read i read in 20 minutes and i i want to reread it but i I haven't had enough coffee and i'm gonna reread it after this i know that but uh i thoroughly enjoyed it i read it today and yeah yeah I wanted to eat, and then we had other stuff. We had a lot of, we had a really busy last two weeks, didn't we? Yeah, we have. Jesus. We really have. But, um, yeah, so uh, what else do you want to say about this book before we go? Because all I got to say is that this is the book that encapsulates all geekdoms and is perfect for any particular, any particular audience that either likes comics or wants to get into comics. Yeah. And it is the perfect thing for being either satire or for parody of the general comic world right now. It is just it is just that much of a good uh, work, in my opinion. I agree. I absolutely agree. And, and, I, want um, to, and, I, and I want to see more. Yeah. Um, if it were to continue on, what do you want to see? Do you want to see more of the villains? Do you want to see more of 
kind of how he would fix things with because I think half I the want fun, to see the I want to see the Legion of Ill take over the hotel is what I want to see. <laughs> see, I, I actually kind of had a lot more fun. I mean, I, I love I love uh, I mean uh, the Swamp Apocalypse. Swamp Apocalypse. Yeah. Swamp Apocalypse. I think he's I think he's fun, but I actually had a lot of fun watching him defeat or kind of like um, bump heads with the with the villains in creative ways. Yeah. Yeah, that, for like sure. you know, he ma- he just makes it so easy compared yeah. to like superheroes who are just like bashing down like you no know, buildings and creating all this destruction and yeah. almost dying themselves. And then Chet's like, I'm like, oh, wait, oh, they do that. What if I do this? And then nothing really bad happens, and they just kind of either it works or not, but not yeah. not detrimental or anything. I exactly. think I just thought that, that was kind of funny. Oh, so yeah. I think like that kind of humor would go really, really, really well. And then of course with a possible takeover, but I would love for a little bit just more of those little scenarios of. These big baddies who have caused so much destruction and killed people and yeah. have done all these terrible things to the hero, to their uh, superhero counterparts, and then Chet's just like, "Oh well, you know, they're they might add a gas. I have a bottle here. Blump. There you go. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. Come into this sauna, and then they just <laughs> something. Anyway. Oh yeah, for sure. So, oh, there, there's so many things that they could do with this book. It's insane. What, what the what Yehudi and all of them can think of next for this yeah. particular saga. So. It's a win. We love it. It's a win. It is a win. Uh, we will totally stay at the Hero Hotel. Oh, yeah. I'm All staying right. at that one. I'm staying <laughs> Especially at that in the presidential suite. Yeah, I'll stay in the presidential suite. Any uh, other Oprah suite. suite. Yeah, exactly. Or maybe the one with the, the Slimer character, too. That was kind of funny, too. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. All righty. Well, thanks for tuning in. You can check out our other shows and offerings on iTunes and visit our website, thegrandgeekgathering.com. Go ahead, subscribe, rate, and review us, and you can contact us on our site, to stay updated, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and we stream on Twitch TV. Go ahead and find this book on fanbasepress.com and uh, look check out uh, Comicsology soon as well. Uh, this show has been brought to you by the Grand Geek Gathering Network. Join the gathering. Have a wonderful week and GGG! I really think I love the uh, just the character design. But it's really funny because Chet looks so much like Yehudi. Yeah, he, he does. Ne- he, didn't he, even, does. Even, he didn't even... Tell me, I know. He really does. He really does. He's a cutie. Boomer all the way.